Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another podcast episode of The Daily Mind. It is I, your host, back for another half hour of whatever is the topic of the day. Hopefully, everybody's enjoying their Sunday. Weather is just absolutely gorgeous out there. Um, shit, ran, got me a haircut, threw away some stuff at the local dump, and I'm home now. But the weather is great. I'm just uh, waiting for my wife to get home because I, I, I know for a fact this woman is going to ask to go back to the casino again, even though she says she's not. Stay tuned for that. Um, no, but seriously, um, hopefully everybody's Sunday is going pretty well entering the new week. Um, once again, it's going to be stormy for a lot of us, at least the forecast here where I live at. It's look like it's rain and thunderstorms coming this week. The same thing that happened this past Friday. And luckily, we hit, you know, we dodged the bullet because we had a tornado warning initially. Then it was downgraded to a severe thunderstorm warning. And it went by without without too much trouble. So hopefully, um, hopefully we stay on that that streak. So I was driving yesterday, and I came across an intersection that was getting a a, a light fixed. In the process, um, there's two left turn lanes. Okay, now I will say this: the utility company working on the light kind of failed to put cones on the right lane of that two left turn lane. You know what I mean? Kind of just put everybody in the one lane. I've seen these two cars duke it out somehow. I mean, they got close. It, their their sides basically touched. Um, the truck was trying to merge into the left. And, of course, the minivan, which had kids in it, just was not allowing that to happen. And they just got into this thing. Um, that I, I swear, both cars did touch each other, without a doubt. But nothing that would like constitute an accident. But they're like edging and edging into each other. But once um, the light turned green, the van took off. It made it through first. I guess the truck had no choice but to wait. And then the truck took off uh, behind it. And I'm, I'm just like, this is nuts. And this is at a very infamous um, location here in Clarksville. I don't know if you guys are familiar with, uh, for my Clarksville listeners, if you're familiar with um, Peaches Mill and Tiny Town Road, uh, it's where Peaches Mill kind of end. Um, very sketchy, dangerous uh, intersection. There's always countless accidents and everything there. Um, and of course, just the legendary Tiny Town Road is just n- notorious for accidents. It's a, only a six something, six mile highway, uh, state highway, and it's just probably one of the most dangerous uh, roads I've ever driven on. But you know, again, I, it just makes me think: what is everybody so impatient about? Um, where where is everybody in the rush to go here in Clarksville? I, I don't get it. You understand what I'm saying? There's people that's cutting you off, bikers doing whatever they want to do, and people are just just I, I don't know. I mean, come on, lighten up. The weather's getting nice outside. Just about, what, two years ago, we were all locked down. At least we have the opportunity to go back outside again. But, you know, what is everybody's rush when it comes to driving? And why are people so angry when it comes to driving? I, I tend to get a little upset, but I laugh it off. I turn whatever's going on into something of comedy, as long as I'm not killing somebody or running somebody over. Um, because the worst place to get angry, I'd say, would be behind the wheel. Because... Your thinking becomes irrational. And I've seen like countless dash cam videos. I mean, countless videos. It kind of inspired this episode where people literally take it upon themselves to wreck their own car for the sake of trying to prove the other person wrong or trying to run them off the road. You're really going to risk not only your car, but your life and the other driver's life just to kind of prove a point, just because they might have flipped you off or, or pissed you off or something like that. Is that really, really worth it? Even if you make it alive, now you have to pay thousands of dollars of damages. And I am sure that the insurance company is not going to cover. So 
road rage. Um, I, I don't get it. I mean, <laughs> there are millions of cars on the road. As you know, America is a um, is a automotive nation. Uh, we used to be all about trains. Now we're all about cars. It's just as simple as that. Um, but lately, I think more people are more just aggravated, frustrated behind the road. I mean, behind the wheel. And it's bad. I can tell you alone here in Clarksville, it's bad. The road, like the population is increasing very rapidly here in Clarksville. In the past two years that I've been here, the, the population has grown quite a bit. We have new developments coming about. There's new businesses um, being built. It's just things are happening. And with that comes more cars, more cars, more traffic, more frustration. So you see where I'm going with this. So I'm just like, holy shit. You know, I, I've seen some of the most reckless driving out here. And I, I, I thought New York was bad. No, 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 no. I, I'm telling you, I would say with all certainty, that this town or Tennessee, or just let's say Clarksville in general, okay, Clarksville is the worst place to drive that I've ever been to. And I've been to many a place, many a place overseas, East Coast, West Coast, North and South, everywhere. And I tell you, Clarksville, Tennessee has some of the worst drivers I've ever seen from taking so long to make a turn to just not using the turn signals, cutting people off and just, just, just unbelievable. Um, I'm telling you, you, you just can't, you cannot win here. And it's only going to get worse here with the population, um, ever growing. Um, it's, it just seems to just get worse. You know, people are just losing their mind. And again, the worst place to lose your mind is behind the wheel. So what is road rage exactly? Right. I mean, in simple terms, it's just aggravation, frustration behind the wheel, of either drivers, things that's happening around them in the environment, you know, just something even so small that can take you off. But by uh, textbook definition, you know, road rage is actually defined as a uh, psychological disorder. Oh, yeah, a psychological disorder. Now, you may think, oh, it's just, you know, people just not being patient. But no, it is categorized somewhat of a psychological disorder. But let's just say you're not the type to... Uh, uh, get angry all the time behind the wheel is just perhaps one instance that kind of just flared you up. But there are people who are chronic road ragers out there. I mean, every little thing pissed them off, every little thing. Maybe that at that point, I think it's a problem. It's definitely something not right upstairs. Um, it says here, road rage, it says that road rage is a psychological disorder where an individual experiences heightened levels of stress, anxiety, or hostility because of their driving environment, whether that be other cars, pedestrians, the weather, you name it. Any little thing that can tick you off can be categorized in road rage. And, you know, there's a lot of questions here that that that's asked of, road. Uh, you know, like, uh, can road rage cause PTSD? How do you deal with road ragers? Is road rage caused by anxiety, which it already has said, um, that... Anxiety definitely will be one of the um, things that would contribute to that. So it did ask the question, it says, how do you deal with road rangers? It says here, it has uh, four simple ways here. Um, according to progressive.com, it says here that uh, there's four ways to deal with road rages. One is to let the other driver pass. Road rage drivers are usually in a hurry, so get out of their way without engaging. Absolutely. I tell my wife this shit too. <laughs> 
she flares up and i'm like just let him go let him go let him go because it's not even worth it and especially here down south you have to be extra careful because there is concealed carry without permit here so people you don't know what people have in their car or what's going through their mind at that given time so you have to be very careful the second one is don't make eye contact number three contact authorities and don't go home or find um, don't go home or find a safe place to stop. Now, in the sense of not going home, I guess they'll probably be following you. The one place you don't want to do is go home because they now they know where you live. But, you know, more than likely, you're not that close to home anyway, um, usually in a situation of road rage. Um, and, of course, it has here the 10 causes of road rage. Now, of course, there's hundreds of things that can tick or drive off. But there are 10 things here that are paramount that cause this road rage. Um, heavy traffic or gridlock. I mean, I, I have to agree with this one. Even here in Clarksville, uh, the traffic can get a little crazy. It's a little, um, it's a little, little frustrating. Uh, feeling stressed. Now, again, you're feeling stressed. More than likely, that will be an event or something that's taken place probably before um, you got in that car. That's what I'm saying. It's certain situations where I, you know, you you want to go for a drive, but there's certain situations you probably should not. Now. For some of us, going for a drive is very therapeutic. You know, get you away from the house, get your mind clear. But for others, it's probably not a good idea to get behind the wheel, especially after the situation. And now, you know, you're taking that frustration out on hundreds of drivers that are on the road, sharing the road with you. And of course, construction delays or detours. Now, come on, the streets need to be fixed. Your tax dollars, I hope, are paying to get your roads clear and fixed. You have to be patient. You know, because guess what? If they're not doing the road work, now all the roads are fucked up. Then, then what? You got another thing to complain about. Distracted driving is definitely one of those on that list. Now, the way automobiles are built, damn near the whole dashboard is a fucking electronic screen. And for some reason, one of the things I hate about today's drivers is that even in a late model car, Bluetooth capable and everything, people still find themselves talking on the phone with the phone to their head to their face I, I don't know if it's just you want to look fucking important but you look stupid your car has bluetooth for a reason um hand uh distractive distra uh, i don't know how to word that but it'll leave you less distracted if you just put the bluetooth on and and, and shit like that I, I don't understand why you need to have the phone up to your head like you're somebody you're, you're probably a fucking nobody and you should you know do the right thing put the bluetooth on or, you know, you like you guys out there, you know, looking at now that it's getting warm out here, you're looking at the woman with like skimpy shorts. And then before you know it, now, now you're on the sidewalk while she keeps walking. But there's so many things out there that we lose sight of driving by seeing like women or or some for women that sees men or whatever you are attracted to out there. And then, you know, your phone, your phone, your phone, your phone, your text can wait. It really can. Uh, loud music. Now, loud music, mm, cause of road rage? Not necessarily. I, I don't know. I've never heard of somebody be getting road rage with loud music. Uh, slow driving is definitely one. Slow driving. Oh, God. Like I said, the one thing out here um, that I don't like personally is um, we have a lot of businesses and plazas, little shopping centers along some of these main roads. And some reason, these cars take forever to turn in and out of these things. I don't know what. It could be a smart car with so much space to turn, but they take forever. And, of course, you got these dudes with these big lifted-ass trucks. 
I get you got to take your time slowing down and turn and shit like that. But if you can't handle a truck of that size, then you should not be driving a truck of that size. Perhaps you should drive something a little bit smaller. But that, to me, pisses me off slow drivers, especially if you're one of those drivers who I let you turn to get on the road. And then you turn and go slow as fuck. No, no, no. I let you on as good gesture. Now speed the fuck up. There's no reason why you're taking that long to go. Or if you're in the slow in the fast lane and you're going so slow, there's no absolute reason for that. And then this next one, uh, making obscene gestures to other drivers. And that's and you know that's very childish. You know, sticking your middle finger up or sticking your tongue out or or you know doing the finger gun thing. I, it's fucking childish. And then uh, tailgating, uh, which is deliberately following a driver in front of you too closely. Very dangerous. I don't know why, because you know what tailgating ends to? Brake checking. And you know what brake checking does? Accident. I don't see why tailgating is a thing. Like, out here, I don't know. I'll be driving, and somebody's, like, right on my ass. And I guess they want me to go faster. But guess what? I'm not going to do that. I am not going to bust the speed limit because you want to go somewhere faster. I don't know what your situation is, but perhaps maybe you might want to just leave early. I get it. Life happens and we have emergencies. And sometimes desperate times calls for desperate measures behind the wheel. But you can't you got you can't be reckless with this shit. But yeah, um, those are like 10 things. Apparently, I came across that um, causes road rage. Um, now, you know, how do you deal with it? though? And you know, let, let's just say not other people. Let's say yourself. How do you deal with being calm behind the wheel? Driving is supposed to be therapy. To me, I love driving. Driving is extremely therapeutic to me. If I had to go somewhere in the country, I prefer to drive than to fly. Don't get me wrong. I'm not afraid to fly, but I love driving. I love everything about it. Um, and I, for some, it's just it's, it's too much. Some people just can't do it. Um, but no, nonetheless, um, I, I love driving. Bottom line, I love to absolutely drive. Um, I'm going to do something fun here. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see here. I'm going to look up some of the states with the highest, uh, the worst road rage here. Um, I think this is pretty interesting to kind of look at and see where your your state um, comes when on that list you know what i mean i know what you guys are thinking probably new york is on the top of the list or whatever um okay so i did find this little list it's on uh bryden and sullivan.com okay they have a cute little list here of 10 states 10 states um it's an auto insurance company <laughs> go figure um let me see where's that list at Ooh. Let's do it. Um, it's got 10 states with the rudest drivers. Not only does it have the state, it has the complaint and the quotes for each of the offenses of the states. I'm going to go through this as quick as possible. I got 15 minutes, so let's see here. Um, okay, but real quick, I'm going to give you some quick statistics that this website gives you. I'm um, saying and what makes drivers mad. It says, according to insure.com, which surveyed 2,000 drivers as part of its study, 47% of respondents said that seeing others talk on a cell phone while driving makes them the maddest. I just fucking said that. Because you have Bluetooth in your car. Why do you, why are you on the phone? You do not, you're not important. You don't, so stop trying to look important. Uh, 37% uh, 37 cited tailgating. 
as number one. Beyond that, 35% said it was not signaling for turns. Yes, that's why it's there. It probably only costs $2 to install on that car. Use it. Uh, 28% said it was weaving in and out of lanes. And 26% uh, 26% said it was simply driving too fast. No, so those last two don't fuck with me too much. But the not signaling and the being on the cell phone, absolutely hate them. Okay, so going on to the 10 states. Number 10 was Utah for speeding. I think Utah's speed limit, if I'm not mistaken, is somewhere between 70, 80 miles an hour. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Um, there's a quote said that recent Utah resident Matt Stubbs said it appears the state's motorists are all in a race, but nobody knows where it ends or how to get to the finish. So everyone drives 5, 10, 15 miles per hour over the speed limit. Number nine, Nevada for aggressive driving. Quote here, it's more than rude. It's really dangerous. You have to be totally on the defensive when driving here. You see accidents almost every time you go out. The worst thing that Las Vegas is guilty of is that you just know that whenever there is a light or left turn signal, there will be at least two or three cars going through the red. And there are always those folks, no matter where you drive on the freeway, uh, who will be darting in and out of just to get one more space ahead. Shame on you, Nevada. Number eight, New Jersey. New Jersey for cutting it too close. Shame on you, New Jersey. Uh, somebody quote on saying, people in our state love to try and pull onto the road with far less space than they should. Never like to let the other car merge in and don't seem to realize that yellow means slow down. And then there's the Jersey slide cutting across two or more lanes with the same blanker. I'm guilty as charged of that. Um, <laughs> uh, it says, with the same blanker, if they use one at all, a favorite phrase of one of my female acquaintances is, learn to fucking drive, which she learned from an aunt who nonetheless loves to text, email, and Facebook while on the road. Jersey, do better. Number seven, Delaware for tailgating. Uh, quote here, it says, when, when doing the speed limit, I should not have to wonder about the make of a vehicle behind me due to the fact that the car is tailgating me so horrifically I cannot even see its hood. Damn, that's close. You know, don't, don't. Hey, the solution is not the brake check. Don't do it. <sighs> Number six, Vermont for uh, speeding. It says, according to a 2010 study from driverside.com, the Green Mountain State is number three in the nation for speeding tickets issued per capita. <clears throat> but how many state troopers are actually on the road out there? Maybe that's the problem. Maybe there, there's not such a presence of law enforcement where people just like, well, hell, there's nobody ever on the street. I, I can go as fast as I want. Do better. Uh, number five is Massachusetts for overall rudeness. <coughs> now, that doesn't come as any surprise because there's a nickname for uh, residents of Massachusetts called mass holes. Kind of play on role, uh, word on that other phrase that you, you know sounds so familiar. Uh, for overall rudeness. <clears throat> It says, Massachusetts has the rudest drivers I've ever encountered. I rode in the car with one of my clients, and she never stopped shaking her fist at the other drivers, spewing insults and profanities, tailgating and rushing lights. It was as if she owned the road, <coughs> excuse me, and other drivers were trespassing and in her way. Mm -mm. Yeah, Massachusetts, you assholes. <coughs> excuse me. Mm. Um, you might want to do better. Be nice. Be nice. You don't know what is going through somebody's head, and you're going to sit there and be rude. I get it. Guns, your, your concealed carry, whatever. It's probably not like Tennessee's, but there are some people that don't care about laws. 
Got to be careful. <clears throat> Number four, Wyoming for selfish drivers. Quote here says, uh, a few years back, as reported in the Wyoming tribute, Eagle, Men's Health Magazine gave drivers in Cheyenne an F for quality of driving. The newspaper reported that running red lights, disregarding stop signs, merging without signaling, and speeding are some common traffic problems that lead to auto accidents out in Wyoming. <clears throat> well, Wyoming has like, what, maybe 100 people that live in that state? Number three, New York. No surprise there for disrespect. Yes, 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 yes. That New York absolutely belongs on this list. I would be shocked if New York was not on this list. It says here, New Yorkers are known for their lack of respect to other drivers. It's not often that you see a driver in New York raise their hand politely or make some other gesture saying thank you to another driver for letting them through. What's more, pretty much no driver in New York bothers to indicate before turning. But you know what? Here's the thing about New York, okay? New York is overcrowded. And I will say a good portion of the problem with driving is the fucking pedestrians. You ever try driving through Manhattan, particularly Midtown Manhattan? Yeah. Avoid that like the plague. Because them pedestrians and bikers, messengers, just they think they own the road. And see, New York City caters more to the pedestrians. They want more people to ride the MTA. <clears throat> they want more people to ride public transportation. So they even went as far as lowering speed limits um, because they think that New Yorkers go too fast. It's almost impossible to go fast in New York. A, re a street, a regular street speed limit out there is now 25. It used to be 30. And on the highways, you'd be lucky if the highway goes up to 55. The BQE, I believe, is only 45 miles an hour. I'd be frustrated, too, with them little-ass speed limits. But, you know, again, a lot of people get hit by cars. And they have this initiative called Vision Zero that's supposed to protect pedestrians. So they think by lowering speed limits, it's going to be safe. But guess what? One out of 10 drivers in the street that's probably 25 miles an hour is going to speed. Period. People got somewhere to go. They're going to find a way to get there as fast as possible. So no fucking lowering of speed limits is going to help your cause. Uh, number two, Washington, D.C. For aggressive drivers. It says driving in D.C. can be compared to recklessness of our politics. Well played. Self-serving, abrasive, and unsafe. And number one, you ain't gonna believe this state that this uh, that they declared uh, with the rudest drivers. Uh, Idaho is number one for slow drivers. How is that even possible? Idaho barely. Okay, it says the roadways of Idaho present a dictomy of drivers. Those who are moving so slowly that they're judged to be rude and aggressive drivers who speed around them and flip them off together with their opposite yet equally vexing styles of driving. They push Idaho to the top of the ranks. Idaho with the rudest drivers? I, you got me on that one. That's, uh, hmm. That's different. I would have never expected Idaho. Definitely I would have had New York as number one. Um, for sure. New York. But New York was on the list as number three, so I guess that's close enough. Um, let me see. I can tell you right now, like, I've driven in many states, and yeah, I would say Tennessee probably has some of the... the uh, no, let me take that back. Let me let me just think about this for a second. Um, yeah, Tennessee has the, the worst drivers. Definitely has the, the worst drivers. I wouldn't say I've seen a lot of drivers rage. I've seen a lot of drivers do some reckless shit out here that make me really question whether or not people are buying licenses. Because I tell you, man, out here, you got to be extra careful because there's concealed carry out here. And, of course, you got people who don't even follow laws that carry guns. 
So yeah, just um just some food, some some shit to think about. Um now if you want to talk about cities, particularly cities, right? There's a list here I think I came across and it's pretty straightforward but very surprising. Um cities with most ag- aggressive drivers. Now this is according to a uh this was actually published just last uh in February. Um Insurify. I guess I don't know who they are. They're probably some insurance company. Um, but I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to quickly go through the list, uh, starting from the bottom. Okay, cities with the most aggressive drivers. You are not going to believe this. I didn't even think most of these places would be on here. But this is according, of course, to their statistics. Starting with um, Norfolk, Virginia, um, North Newport News, Virginia, Portsmouth, Virginia, Des Moines, Iowa, Columbia, Missouri, Everett, Washington, Richmond, Virginia, Cleveland, Ohio, Rock Hill, South Carolina. Toledo, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Columbia, South Carolina, Spokane, Washington, Cincinnati, Ohio, Chesapeake, Virginia, Virginia Beach, Virginia, Akron, Ohio, Hampton, Virginia, and the number one city with the most aggressive drivers with 22.6% is Salem, Oregon. I can tell you right now, I've never driven through any of these places, minus Columbia, South Carolina, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, I kind of just breezed through on the highway. All these other places, I would have never expected for the most aggressive drivers. Ain't that something? Listen, it's, it's, I get it. We all got somewhere to be. Some of us wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Uh, some find their spouse cheating in the, in the bed that they sleep in. There's a lot of things happening, okay? But there's no reason to go out on the road, bring that energy with you, and drive recklessly and just say, fuck everybody, this is my road. And again, I don't know, too. And also, to me, it's funny, um, the arrogance behind road rage. Like, you got some guys, you got some people that drive certain brands of cars. You know who I'm talking about? Your BMW drivers, uh, your Mercedes-Benz drivers. I think out here, the most arrogant drivers based on car brand that I've seen the most are Dodge drivers. There are fucking so many challenges and charges out here, and there are some of the most reckless drivers out here. I don't, and you know who you are. If you drive a Dodge Challenger Charger, you are definitely one of the most reckless fucking drivers. Oh, and don't forget those Nissan Altima drivers too. Every Nissan I've seen, at least a Nissan Altima, has have, has some sort of damage to it. If you go on Facebook, there is a uh, there's a Facebook page called Bay Big Altima Energy, and it's just all about the Nissan Altima, ridiculing the Nissan Altima. Uh, pictures of just random Nissan Altimas that just look like shit and the stereotypes behind Nissan Altima drivers. There is a stereotype behind Nissan Altima drivers, but you'll have to see for yourself. Nonetheless, though, those are some of the most arrogant fucking drivers out there. Dodge drivers and Nissan drivers. You know who you are. But no, seriously, though, um, the road rage thing, I mean, take your time, be careful. You, You don't know who you're dealing with out there, especially nowadays. There are a lot more unstable people out there, especially now after the pandemic. So, I mean, proceed with caution. Some battles, you pick and choose your battles, okay? Like, hey, somebody cut you off. Okay, hey, let it go. Nobody got hurt. No harm, no foul. Let it go. It's not worth sitting there trying to chase them or whatever. Or just get their license plate number. Fuck it. Let the cops deal with that. That's what you're paying your taxpayer dollars for. But don't don't sit there and try to pursue someone or even risk your vehicle and, or your life just to try to prove a point. It's not worth it. It's plain and simple. Okay, so hey, I'm going to wrap this episode up with the Daily Mind podcast. Thanks again for listening. And um, 
yes, tell your friends if they want to listen to this. Again, I'm no big celebrity. I'm just an average person trying to make it somewhere around here. That's all I am. I just want somebody to hear my voice for a half hour, and I do get that, and that's a beautiful thing. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, I'm also on the eve of going into season seven. It's amazing. I like I do 25 episodes a season. Um, I try to do the show every day. Um, there are days where I can't, which is fine. You know, maybe at some point I might take a, a hiatus off the show for a bit. I don't know when. It, it'll happen someday. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But um, thanks for listening to the show and um, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, however you are doing so. And just tune in for the next episode. I don't like to say that like the next day is the next episode or whatever because tomorrow is never promised. Or I might have something going on. So I never want to promise you that tomorrow will be an episode. I always just say stay tuned for the next episode because I don't know if I'm going to do episode tomorrow. I might be too busy or I might be going somewhere. So just stay tuned for whatever the next episode comes about. You'll see it if you got uh, Spotify or whatever and you have your notifications um, I'm pretty sure your notification will let you know, depending on what platform you listen to, that an episode has appeared. So that's how you know. All right. So, hey, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thanks for listening to the Daily Mind podcast and you guys and have a great evening. Let's start the week well. Ciao.